You're listening to the PFWC podcast with me, Carly Compton, a podcast created to help you learn strategies to overcome that bully inside your head, ways to practice self-love, awareness and understanding of eating disorders, how to embrace the body you have been given and develop a healthy relationship with food, exercise, and most importantly, yourself. Here at the PFWC podcast, we find it important to create a safe space and a place for individuals to come to learn how to create that lifestyle that works for them. We're dropping comparisons, fighting unrealistic beauty standards, and coming together to show the world that all bodies are beautiful and that healthy looks different on everyone. Sit back, relax, and get ready to grow together. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I know, I know, I know, I know. It has been quite a while, um, but a lot has happened in my life since our last episode. We went on a little bit of a break, but we're back. We're better than ever. Um, Not really. The world is fucking ending, and everything feels like shit. Um, But we're here. (laughs) We're here, and I'm really excited to talk about today's episode, Um, but before I get into it, I graduated grad school. I finished my master's, you all. I honestly can't believe it. Um, I started a new job. I am loving the space online. I'm loving my community. I'm loving everything I get to do with my community. Very thankful for everything right now except the fact that Roe v. Wade was overturned, black people were being shot in the streets, kids are being shot in schools. There's a lot of terrible shit happening in this country, um, and I know I'm not the only one. And I know you all know that I feel this way because I'm clearly very vocal about it online, on my Instagram. Um, And I think I'm actually going to do an episode after this one um, at some point on just navigating the shit show that we live in, Um, coping skills, ways to prioritize your emotional and mental health, Um, using your platform for good. If you're someone who has a platform and you're staying silent, red flag, red flag. Um, That's a whole nother episode and we can get into that another day. Um, Today, I want to talk about boundaries. Do boundaries make me a bitch? No, no, they don't. If that's a question you find yourself asking yourself, um, I have your answer. No, boundaries do not, absolutely do not make you a bitch. And today we're going to talk about why. Why boundaries are important and red flags to look for when someone is hesitant to set those boundaries. So we'll start off with a a little background about me, and you all probably already know this. If you've been around for a while, you know that I consider myself a recovering people pleaser. Still deal with it today. Still have to figure out ways to navigate it. I am the type of person who will bend over backwards to make someone else happy um, before even thinking about myself. Um, I think that's why I went into social work. I'm very empathetic. 
I have a lot of love and compassion and kindness, and that's not a bad thing. But sometimes it can be really exhausting, and I found myself in really toxic friendships because of this, Um, because I was fearful to stand up for myself. I was fearful to tell them, like, hey, so what you just said really hurt my feelings, and instead I would just laugh about it, and I would continue on, and they would continue to make horrible jokes about me, and say horrible shit to me. Um, And I had no spine. I didn't stand up for myself because I just wanted them to like me. I wanted to have friends. I wanted to be the person who was funny, who never, you know, caused a problem, who everyone could just pick on. And I reached a point in my life where I said, fuck that. (laughs) I realized I didn't want to be that person anymore. I didn't want to be the person who got walked all over. I didn't want to be the person who was the center of all the jokes. Um, Don't get me wrong. I love being the center of attention. I'm a Gemini. I love being the center of attention. I love being the center of jokes. I really do. That's truly something that I enjoy. But... There came a point where I was like, yep, um, this is, this is toxic. Um, this isn't healthy. And I had to start to really, really prioritize setting boundaries. Um, and so we're going to talk about that today. How do we set boundaries? What do those conversations look like? How do we navigate feeling bad about setting boundaries? And how do we navigate people who aren't willing to respect our boundaries. Okay, let's get into it. First things first, how do we set a boundary? I think one thing that's really important to remember when it comes to boundaries is that boundaries aren't a bad thing. They aren't a sign of a bad relationship. They're not a, they're not a negative thing. They're actually the opposite of that. Boundaries are a sign and a way of saying, I really care about this relationship. I really care about this friendship that I'm willing to set boundaries to make sure that both of us are feeling good, are being respected. Um, It's really saying, I want this relationship to work and be the best that it can be. And I know that these boundaries can allow us to create that type of relationship, that type of friendship. So first things first, you have to get out of your mind that boundaries are a bad thing. They are not. They are the opposite. They are healthy. They are positive. They are a way of not only respecting the person that you're setting the boundaries with and and your relationship with them, but also a way of respecting yourself. And I guarantee you, you're going to have more energy to put into those relationships. You're going to be happier in those relationships when you set those boundaries. When you say, hey, I know maybe you're not in a place to give up diet culture, but that's something that I'm very passionate about. So I'm, I need to set this boundary with you. And that boundary could be, I don't want to talk about diet 
weight loss, calories, how much you weigh, how anything like that when we're around. Um, that isn't a sign that your friend is a bad friend. That just means that you and your friend have different priorities. Um, hopefully your friend eventually gets to a place where they're no longer dieting and they're not in that mindset anymore. But just because they're in a different place in their life, they're in a different mindset than you are, doesn't mean you have to end that relationship completely. You just set that boundary for the time being. Um, and so I think that's a really good example in terms of like friendships, um, setting a boundary of with parents. This is a, a very prevalent one. Um, one example being when you're around your parents saying, I, I don't want to talk about my body. I don't want you to make comments on my body. I don't want you to ask how much weight I've lost. I don't want you to ask what my workout routine is. Um, setting that boundary with your parents and saying, when I'm around, I don't want to talk about these things. Um, because if you think about it, when those things are brought up, you're probably going to turn into a bitch. You're probably going to get moody. You're probably going to get angry. And the relationship and conversation is going to be hostile. There's going to be anger. There's going to be frustration, not only from you, but from your parents, because they're probably not going to enjoy the way you're acting. So you can say that to them when you're setting that boundary. Say to them, hey, talking about these things makes me angry, frustrated, sad. Um, And so in order for me to really have a good time with you and enjoy my time with you, I would prefer we didn't talk about those things. And that's a way for them to understand, oh, okay, she wants to enjoy this time together. She knows that this is an ups- a conversation that upsets her and she doesn't want to talk about it. And so that shows your parents that you care about your relationship and you want to set that boundary because you want to have that positive, healthy communication with them. Um, and so first thing is really removing that stigma around boundaries being a bad thing. They are not. They do not make you a bitch. They do not make you a bad person. They do not make you sensitive. They do not make you moody. They are just a sign that you care about that relationship and you want to be able to communicate and thrive in that relationship the best that you can let's call it journey (laughs) to really stepping into my boundaries, prioritizing my boundaries. Um, I have personally realized that the type of people who don't respond well to boundaries tend to have a very controlling personality, maybe even a little bit of narcissism um, or they're the type of person who feels as if they really benefit by you being a people pleaser. They know that they can ask you to do things and you'll say yes. They know that they can say things to you and make the jokes and you're not going to confront them. A lot of times the people who are against the boundaries are the ones who feel as if they are gaining the most from not having boundaries. They are manipulative. 
they are taking advantage of you. They truly don't seem to care about you or your emotional or mental well-being. And so that's one thing to really keep in mind when you are thinking about the people in your life in which you're setting these boundaries um, and think about how do you think these people are going to react if they react negatively, if they are unable to respect your boundaries, they're probably a person who, honestly, I'm just going to say it, probably shouldn't be in your life, who you should probably distance yourself from, who your boundary with that person should be nope, you are not good for me. You are not providing anything productive or healthy or happy to my life. Um, Bye-bye. And sometimes that's hard because sometimes those people are our family members. Sometimes those people are our friends who we have been friends with for years. And as people pleasers, we really want to make that friendship work. And We oftentimes find ourselves sacrificing things and overstepping that boundary or allowing that person to overstep your boundaries because you just, for some reason, truly feel like this is a person who you have to keep in your life. And that's exactly how they want you to feel. These people want you to feel as if you can't function without them, as if you can't be who you are without this person. They want you to feel like you need them in your life. And this is something that we should take to a therapist. We should talk about this with a therapist. Um, Talk to your therapist, talk to a professional about why you feel the need to keep this manipulative person in your life? Did you grow up with a manipulative parent? Do you tend to find safety or comfort in having a person like that in your life? Um, If that's the case, there's a lot deeper work to be done. um, And that can be done in therapy. And I wish I could go through all of that today. But I don't, I unfortunately don't have the time to do that. Um, But those are questions that are worth asking. Why do you feel like keeping this person in your life that's not respecting your boundaries? Why do you feel like keeping this person in your life who's making you feel guilty for setting boundaries? For setting boundaries that are going to better your relationship, better your friendship? Um... That's a question that I think is really important to ask yourself. If someone isn't respecting your boundaries, is that person worth keeping in your life? Is that person worth communicating with on a regular basis? Unfortunately, the answer is usually going to be no. That person is not worth keeping in your life. Um, even if it's a family member, sometimes in order for us to truly heal 
to truly grow. Um, we have to cut off people in our lives who aren't healthy for us, who are taking advantage of us, who don't want the best for us. And by setting boundaries, you're allowing yourself to have that space to heal, to grow with that person. And if that person isn't willing to respect that, um, then they may not be a part of this journey for you. And I think that can be a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. Um, But at the end of the day, you have to think about, do you want to stay in this cycle of continuing to be taken advantage of by these people, by this person? Um, Do you want to continue to be manipulated? Um, Do you want to continue to feel bad for standing up for yourself? I guarantee you the answer to that is probably no. I'm sure, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I got to a point where I was fucking exhausted. I didn't want to have to fix everything for everyone all the time. I didn't want to have to give 110% more than my friends. I didn't want to have to be the person who reached out every time I was home and said, hey, I'm home, let's hang out. Didn't hear back, did it again and again and again. And finally, I had to realize, I can't do this. I have to set this boundary. If this person wants to see me, they can reach out. If this person wants to be in my life, they can reach out. I had to set that boundary with myself. Um, I've had to set boundaries with my parents. I don't want to talk about diets. I don't want to talk about weight loss. I don't want to talk about how much weight you've lost or what new diet you're on or fat-free this or low-fat this because that's triggering to me. That puts me in a place that I don't want to be in. And so I've had to set that boundary with my parents and saying, hey, I don't want to talk about these things. And if you can't respect that, then I'm going to have to limit the amount of times I come home and visit you. And that may be something that you have to do with loved ones and with friends. And I'll say it again, I'll say it again and again and again, this does not make you a bitch. This does not make you a mean person. This does not make you a bad person. It makes you quite literally the opposite. It makes you a person who cares about that relationship, who cares about yourself, who prioritizes your emotional and mental health, and who understands that boundaries aren't a bad thing. And if you have someone who is struggling to accept your boundary, um, one thing I always recommend to my clients is when you are having this conversation for the first time, whether it's with a friend or a family member, um, ask them, hey, what boundaries would you like me to respect? And that opens the door to them feeling heard. Um, Because a lot of times when we set boundaries, people tend to get defensive. Um, They tend to think that you're telling them that they're a bad friend or a bad partner or that you, you hate this about them. And we know that that's not the case. Um, I just talked all about that. It's, that's not the point of boundaries. And so when you open it up and you ask them, hey, what boundaries can I respect for you? 
as well as the boundaries that you can respect for me. You're showing that person, hey, I respect you. I want to be able to respect your boundaries, be the best friend that I can be to you, while you can do the same for me. And it creates this open, healthy relationship of communication and boundaries. And it it kind of works to avoid those feelings of being attacked. Um, and so if you're struggling to figure out how to navigate that conversation, I think that's a great way to go about it. Um, you can even explain to people, hey, I've you know, been working on this in therapy or I've been working on this personally and I've come up with a list of boundaries that I'm setting with all of my friends and all of my family um, so that that person doesn't feel like they're the only person that you're setting boundaries with. And so those are just ways to go to go about having the conversation in hopes that people who struggle to see boundaries as a positive thing Um, hopefully by explaining it to them in that way and telling them like, hey, this is part of my healing. This is part of my growth. Um, I'm doing this with everyone. I think it's very healthy. Um, That person may be more open to learning about boundaries and setting boundaries for themselves. And so I know for anyone listening, again, if you're a people pleaser, I know this can feel really, really scary especially when it comes to setting boundaries with family because we tend to think that we don't need boundaries for family but we do we really freaking do we really especially need boundaries with family and there are ways to do that that is healthy And there are ways to do it in which you leave the conversation open for them to also provide feedback to you. Um, And it just creates an overall healthier relationship. If you have to cut someone off for three, four, five months, you have to cut someone off for three, four, five five months. Um, You get to the fifth month, you check in with that person how are you? Are you, you know, have you thought about our conversation we had three, three months ago, five months ago? Um, and if they have reintroduce those boundaries, reintroduce that conversation. If they haven't set that boundary again, okay, I'll give you another three, four, five months to, to do this. Um, and I think that just allows you to respect yourself Um, And also shows that person or those people that you're not going to allow it. You're not going to allow to be walked over, to be walked on, to be taken advantage of. So boundaries are fucking hard, period, point blank. (laughs) They are really, really hard, but they're really, really important. And this is a topic that comes up all the time with my clients. How do I set boundaries? How do I heal this relationship with this person? And the first question I ask them is, do you have boundaries? Have you discussed boundaries with these people? And usually the answer is no, because they either assume boundaries are a negative thing, boundaries are going to make the relationship worse. Um, And so we talk about and work through 
how boundaries can be literally the opposite, how boundaries can be a really healthy way to heal and work through a relationship. But it's important that both people, both people are on the same page in terms of respecting the boundaries. And if the person that you're setting boundaries with is not on the same page, they're not respecting your boundaries, it may be time to distance yourself from that person. Um, So hopefully that was helpful. Um, I wanted to talk about this because I, again, this conversation has come up a, a lot with my clients, whether it's boundaries around specific conversation, um, friends or family with com- very different views, um, beliefs, and setting those boundaries with those individuals. Um, and so I wanted to to just come on here and have this conversation and share kind of my views and experience with boundaries and remind you that boundaries do not make you a bitch. Boundaries are essential in any healthy relationship, in any healthy friendship. So one tip is come up with people in your life that you want to set boundaries with. Write their names down on paper. Under their names, write down the boundaries in which you feel are necessary for those relationships. Write those boundaries down um, and start one by one. Start with the first person on your list. Okay, I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to have a conversation with them. I'm going to talk to them about boundaries. You can talk to them about all the boundaries at once. If there's someone who you feel like is going to respond well, you can maybe do all of them. If you're if there's someone you think isn't going to respond well, maybe just do one. Um, and then go to the next person. Have that conversation. You can spread this out over months. You can spread this out over weeks. You can spread this out over days if you want. But I think it's really helpful to have a list of the people and the boundaries that you want to set with them so that when you go into those conversations, you have a a clear understanding of of what you want to discuss with them and what boundaries you want to set. And again, remember, leave that door open to allow them to share with you the boundaries that they want to set. Okay, hopefully this was helpful. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Um, And lastly, please, please, please leave a rating and a review. We are getting back into the swing of things here with the podcast. And so a rating and a review is really helpful just in getting the podcast out there, um, reaching more people, new people. We have some really amazing guests coming up that I am really excited about. Um, And again, thank you so much for your patience during this time that I was off. Um, Really excited to be back. Really excited to be diving into some therapeutic practices. Um, Keep an eye out. I have some workshops coming up that I'll be announcing over on Instagram. Um, If you aren't subscribed to the newsletter, make sure you do that. I'm going to be starting that back up here soon. Um, And... Other than that, I think that's all from me. Um, Yeah, again, if anything comes up, email me. Don't email me. No. (laughs) DM me on Instagram. Don't email me. I mean, you can email me, but I probably won't get back to you as quickly. Um, Send me a DM. Let me know what's going on. If you have any topic ideas that you want me to cover here on the podcast, uh, send me a message and... um, We'll make that happen. I love you all. Thank you for being here. And I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.